The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the emergency podcast of the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm Katie Mox here with Tyler Sullivan. And Commanders fans, you can finally rejoice. Dan Snyder has sold the team to the Josh Harris Group for a record-breaking $6 billion. It is not an exclusive deal, and the deal is not signed. So, allegedly, the uh, the... The guy from Greece, Steve, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last name, is still involved in the process. Sully, how, how, do you feel, how do you feel about this one? I'm sure Commanders fans are really excited. And then what do you think about it not being done yet, still kind of an open deal, could go to somebody else? Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to talk about Dan Snyder a little bit later in, in all of this. But I think that if you're a Commanders fan, you're looking at this saying, listen, we're about to get this old. Don't screw it up. Don't try to get more money out of somebody else if that's what's yeah. happening. Don't try to rise up the, the bidding process. Just kind of go with what is pretty much rounding third and getting to home is what it's illustrated as. But from a fan perspective, I, we talked about it before. It does feel like an exhale, right? If you yeah. are a Commanders fan, you're sitting there today going, Whew, you, yeah. you might be popping a few bottles if that if that's what you like to do. And so I think that this is a this is a great thing for this organization because it feels like after really over the last I mean since since he purchased the team in the nineties, but overall over the last few years, given all the off the field turmoil, not even talking about the on field product, but the off the field issues, yeah, it's tough to even enjoy your football season. And so now you can at least look to a brighter future. So I think that that's what's exciting for Commanders fans. It's it's more optimistic view, and I don't think you could say anything in the words optimistically in Commanders in the same sentence for a long time. For a very long time. So. Let's talk about uh, Snyder for just a second here, right? Because we know about, you know, some of the things that have come out recently with it. We don't have to get into any of that. But, like, how about his biggest on-field moments that were just embarrassing as an owner? Like, you talk about Donovan McNabb, 
trading for Donovan McNabb, or you could talk about Albert Haynesworth, $100 million on a defensive tackle. Like, what are some of your favorite Dan Snyder bloopers? Well, just to put like pull back the curtain a little bit, you know, we're getting ready to do this podcast. I'm like, all right, let me just Google some of the most yeah. embarrassing moments of Dan Snyder's tenure with the Washington franchise. And I get a Bleacher Report article listing the 10 biggest, and it was Ooh. from 2012 which is absolutely hilarious considering now we have 11 years of other things that have gone on. So just going through the history here, a lot of things have gotten wrong with the commanders over the years, but, <laughs> but you said it. I mean, you know, trading for Donovan McNabb over that stretch. Sorry, sorry Billy, about that. But Albert mm. Hainsworth, you know, hiring Joe Gibbs a sec the second time around. Yes. There have been so many things that have gone wrong with this organization. But I will say, you know, just even, you know, speaking about the Philadelphia Eagles again, that Monday night game against Michael Vick where he absolutely destroyed this franchise. And so there have been so many things with this team, even on the field, that have just been so down in the dumps that you look at this tenure and, and you, you just can't look at it any more pessimistically. I mean, let's look at it when he bought the team in, I believe it was 1999. He purchased this team for about $800 million, so he's, he's making a pretty penny for whatever that's worth. But you have 10 wins in 1999, 10 wins in 2005, mm. 10 wins in 2012, and that's it. That it's, They've gotten no higher than 10 wins over his ownership. And you've had a lot of 500, a lot of under 500 years. It just hasn't been successful. If you just look at it from a macro view, there's only yeah. three 10-win seasons, three double-digit win seasons over this ownership. So, yeah, you can go into the nitty-gritties of the decision-making prospects. From the wins and losses, though, there really haven't been that many. There haven't been that many. So I want to get into that, and we will in one second, about maybe how this affects their win totals this year. But if we look at their owner now, who's coming on, Josh Harris, what kind of owner do you think he's going to be right now? He is a majority owner for the Sixers, for the Jersey Devils, and also for Crystal Palace Football Club um, out there in the UK. And from from what I've seen, it seems to be more of like a slow burn. I don't know that we can necessarily see the commanders turn over overnight. I mean, there's a lot of history and a lot of things to work out. But do you think there is some positive things? Like what type of an owner do you think that he will be? For the commanders. Well, like you said, it could be slow and steady. The the commanders had the process, uh, not the commanders, the, the 76ers had the process. Both of those franchises, I can't speak to, to European soccer, but for the NHL and the NBA, both those teams are kind of a slow burn, a buildup. But you look a few years later and look at these teams right now, both of yeah. them preparing for a playoff run. 76ers, one of the favorites in the East, the New Jersey Devils, they're going to you know contend for the Metropolitan Division, Might as might win that. If, if all said and done. So you do have an owner that is pushing the envelope to win. And I don't think with Snyder, there was really that emphasis to win. So right out of the gate, you're getting an owner that's going to come in and demand playoff success. Not maybe right away because in the NFL, more than any other sport, it's tough to do and turn things around yeah. so quickly, especially with a franchise that doesn't necessarily have a quarterback of the future, or at least a clear cut one. We'll see what happens with Sam Howell. I know Will Brinson was high on him and his prospects going in next season, but you do have a promise, you know, a good head coach and Ron Rivera is a guy that could really help stabilize this transition process. And so you can look at it optimistically from an immediate standpoint, but I don't know if we're going to see anything overnight. I think this will be a slow burn, reevaluate the entire organization, and then start to kind of see where we can build. 
I'm seeing on the graphic here that he's a minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would assume when this deal goes through, he will no longer be a I don't think you can be an owner of two NFL teams at the same time. Yeah, I, I would assume that you would have to pull out that stake and and kind of, you know, again, move move along and, and you can't own two teams. I mean, it was a weird thing even with the Denver Broncos yes. purchase because of the Penner and the Waltons and they're all kind of connected and you have – basically one giant family owning two NFL teams, even though it's technically two different, two different families. So yeah, you can't have one guy own both franchises. I I would, I would assume that he would have to have whatever percentage he has sold before this can actually become final. People in the comments are agreeing with you about how this is going to be a very slow burn, especially with Crystal Palace right now. It's very, very early days there. I will say Dom has said my favorite Snyder misstep was him buying the franchise. Really helped the Eagles over the past 25 years. Billy, was that your favorite Snyder misstep as well? Yeah, a thousand percent. And also when he did try to take Donovan McNabb from us and then it went drastically bad on Mm -hmm. Monday Night Football and we had a Monday Night Massacre. Yep. So it, it, that was probably my favorite. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many to choose from with uh, with Dan Snyder. And there's some that are like that. And then there's some that are just, you know, financial craziness. But how do you think that this is going to impact the league? you got the D.C. Stadium and then you got the Seahawks. So Jeff Bezos did pull out of this deal. And it's been, you know, reported that he's thinking about, obviously, going to the Seahawks. Amazon is in Seattle. He's in Seattle. And it looks like they're going to be up for sale in the next couple of years. First of all, this is the biggest sale that's ever happened. Six billion dollars. I can't even imagine what the Seahawks, who actually won a Super Bowl not too long ago and have a good organization, how much that sale would be. But how do you think that this impacts the NFL as a whole? Well, the rich get richer. I mean, that's really what it is. We just saw an organization not too long ago in the Denver Broncos sell for $4.65 billion. Now we have this one selling for six. So you do some math. That's a pretty good return on investment. I mean, we just talked about Snyder buying it for $800 million in 1999. I mean, we talk about 10X. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. But overall, again, this is the most popular sport in America, in North America, and it's now growing in Europe. We have multiple right. games in London. We're t- talking about going into Mexico, Germany. I mean, we are this. This is a very much a still growing brand internationally. And so, once you start tapping into those markets even more, and potentially a division, which Roger Goodell has talked about internationally and in Europe. That's only going to spark more interest, spark more dollars, and make these franchises more valuable. Now, this is an especially interesting one for Washington because of where they are, the D.C. area. This is a very powerful organization. You wouldn't think that considering where they are and have been over the last few years under Snyder. But once you get this thing rolling, you are in the political capital of the world in Washington, D.C. You are going to have to be able to swing a lot of power and have a lot of influence in the league if you're able to get this thing right, if you're the new ownership. So to me, that's what's fascinating here. You're top 10 media market in the in, in the United States of America. Not You can't say that about the Denver Broncos. I believe that Denver is 16th in the total media markets in the, in, in yeah. the United States. And so... Again, this is a massive move, not only for the NFL, but for professional sports in general, because it's just going to start pulling up all of these prices even more, especially for, again, one that's in a top 10 TV market. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. That makes a lot of sense. When we look at this season, obviously it kind of feels like they're getting the, the monkey off their back a little bit, getting rid of Dan Snyder. When I look at their win totals on Caesar Sportsbook, I don't think that these have changed. I believe when we did the show together last week, seven and a half was the win total for them. Now, the over is at plus 150, the under minus 175. We talk about how we think that Josh Harris coming in is going to be a slow burn. And so maybe the expectations aren't going to be that great for the commanders. But do you think that this helps with draft prospects? Obviously, I think it's going to help with the fans and people getting more involved. but as far as this win total, do you see this affecting the commanders at all? Are they going to get over eight wins now? I mean, you know, if you thought they were going to get it last week, then you're going to probably stay the same. I don't think that this really changes much in terms of the on-field product for 2023. Now, we can talk about what this might mean for the future of the organization and how we want to view things there. But overall, I, I think that this is more just a positive outlook you know if, if someone wants to bet it today you're just happy that the team was sold and you want to support them even more because Snyder is gone I mean this is a guy like to go back quickly you know he charged for training camp way back yeah. when so you know it's just if you're betting on them to go over this win total and you didn't think so yesterday you're just doing this because you feel good and that's totally fine if you feel like this could be a positive momentum swing for the entire organization because your head coach doesn't have to answer questions about what his owner is doing on and off the field, yes. then sure, maybe that makes Ron Rivera's life a little bit easier. I would argue that this might make it a little bit more strenuous for a guy like Ron Rivera because now mm -hmm. he has to ingratiate himself to a new boss. I mean, he talked about this earlier this offseason where he's, whenever this team was going to get sold because it was a pretty much a, a fait accompli when we were getting into this offseason, he even said, he told the, this was via The Athletic, he goes, there's going to be discussions about what happened over the last three years, talking about when he has that conversation with his new owner. He goes, I'll be up, I'll be honest, I'll be up front, tell the truth. I'll talk about the vision, what I think will happen. The owner has to be able to believe in what I'm talking about. Hopefully I can do that. And if not, I'll be gone in a year. So he knows full well that as much security as he's built over these last few years is kind of the steward of this organization, the face, the, the positive face of this organization. If this new guy doesn't like what he's selling, he's going to yeah. be out. So if all of a sudden he can pile up some wins here, then I think that helps that transition process for Ron Rivera and maybe even get you over that number eight wins. And what do you about, what do you, what do you think about the draft? Do you think this like helps at all with the draft? Um, I don't know if it helps with the draft. I would say if this happened a few months ago prior to free agency, and, and that would even be a little tight to swing, I think that you might be able to pitch free agents a little bit better to say, right. hey, let's, you know, because, you know, the New York Knicks, Knicks have had this problem under, under their ownership as well. A lot of guys don't want to play under that owner. And so, right. you know, that could be something that 
helps the commanders going forward to say, hey, listen, this is a great place to play. This is a good ownership. This is people are excited to join this organization. It's not just the organization that's offering them the most money. There's a culture that's building here. So I think that will help them in 2024, 25, if they can make those proper steps. But for, for the draft, I, I don't necessarily don't have a choice know. anyways, really. I yeah, I don't know if that really changes a lot of things. And, and like you said, that's true. You don't really have a choice. You get drafted at whatever spot, that's where you're going. But I think that these kids coming out of the draft are obviously going to be much more excited to go to a brand new organization, an organization that has a lot of change that's happening. I don't know that I would be excited to go to an organization that's under, you know, federal investigation right now and all kinds of other criminal things. So I feel like at least you could feel good about where you're going and the changes that are happening. And like you said, you look at what's happening with the Sixers right now and how how that slow that burn has been. Trust the process. And with Crystal Palace, people in the comments seem to think that that's a slow burn and going well, too. You have to feel good about what Josh Harris and his group has been able to do with other franchises if you are going to be drafted to the commander. And and to push it even further, this is going to be an organization that's going to push to get a new stadium. And so if you're a a player that's thinking you're going to be here long term, well then, all right, you're going to have new facilities. You're going to have a new stadium to be playing with at some point, whether that's in the D.C. area or somewhere in that relative space. Because FedEx Field... I don't know if you've seen those photos and the and the things falling down on Jalen Hurts yeah. this year. I mean, it's not like it's the 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 Taj Mahal of NFL stadiums. It's certainly one that needs either a massive upgrade or a full tear down and rebuild and move somewhere else. So if you're somebody like a player that's putting down roots with that organization, at least you can feel good to say, okay, this team is going to be moving in the right direction, building possibly a new stadium at some point or another. And just the vibes are so much better than they were 48 hours ago. Yes, which is why I feel so happy for the people of Washington. I'm sure they just can't even believe it. One more thing. Do you think that they will change the name again. They were the Washington football team. We talked about this with Brady Quinn the other day. He thinks that they should have just stayed the Washington football team, the commanders, or do you think that this new owner group will change the name or do you think we're staying with commanders? I would hope they stay with commanders just personally, just because, you know, I liked the Washington football team, but I'll tell you this, I hated it when it first started and then it grew on me. Let the commanders grow on you. Let it, let that be its own thing. Let this be its, its name going forward. Because again, you really get, you can redo the jerseys. That's totally fine with me. If you want to redo the logos and, and kind of have that your own kind of you know touch on the organization in that regard, but but keep the name. I, I know that some people don't love it. I know that it's again you liked what it formerly was. You liked the Washington football team, and right. then the second they change it to the Washington Sullies, they're yeah. gonna go. They're gonna say, "Hey, go back to the Commanders. We loved it." So you're not gonna make anybody happy or everybody happy by changing the name. I would keep it Commanders. Maybe change up the the jerseys. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of those jerseys. If they could mm-hmm. somehow incorporate the Washington football team yeah. jerseys, because I like that old school look from the yep. former franchise. I, that to me is a lot better. I don't like this digital kind of look that they have now. A, a little bit more traditional. Go back to their roots a little bit, but keep the Commanders name. Yeah, I agree with you. I can't, you can't change the name like four times in a right. short amount of time. So I, I get that. But I actually, the Washington football team grew on me too. And I like that. But I think to your point, nobody likes change. Right. Whenever something new happens, everybody doesn't like it. And then it grows on you. And then if you were to change it again, um, it wouldn't be great. Anything else about this sale that you want to hit on, Sully? Yeah, I, I think the last thing that we should at least touch on is and this could be a fun one because again this is supposed to be an exciting day yes. if you're a Commanders fan. Yes, you're oh you've rid yourself of Dan Snyder. We can look back at all the bad things that happened, but 
they, they're in the past. It's over. It's been done. You have a new owner. And what we've seen in the past with these new owners, and we just saw it with the Denver Broncos, they like to flex their muscles a little bit. They want to, they want to splash to announce to the rest right. of the league that they're here. Yes, we think that this might be a slow burn, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be a huge splash some way or another. So I'm curious to see what that's going to be, whether that's yeah. something as simple as a new stadium right out of the gate to say, hey, listen, we've acquired property in the downtown D.C. area. Here comes this new stadium. Bada bing, bada boom. We have a Super Bowl coming in Super in 2032 or whatever it's going to be. That would be exciting. But from a roster standpoint, I'll be curious to see what that swing is. I don't know if there's a quarterback available because that's just where my mind goes. But the Denver right, Broncos, course. obviously, the, the Walton family, they acquired Sean Payton as their kind of big move. Could you maybe do that if you don't like Ron Rivera and you kind of want a new new change of direction mm. there? Maybe, you know, but I don't know if there's anybody like Sean Payton out there right now. So to no. me, I would think it's an on the roster type of move. I just don't necessarily know what it could possibly be, but I'm excited to find out. Well, when you talk about quarterbacks, there's Lamar Jackson. That's I wonder if that's too that, soon, though. That maybe. would be a huge Splash. It would be unbelievable. And yeah. you know what? It would make a lot of sense. I just yeah. wonder if it would be too soon because, you know, you get the NFL draft and whatever it is, just a little over two weeks from now. I believe it's like 15, 14 days from now. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to to do that in that amount of time. Now, maybe you can swing that deal post-draft, but I, I would say that, again, post after the Odell Beckham signing, it feels right. like the wheels are in motion for him to go back for at least the 2023 season. But if that's the case and he plays just the 2023 season on the franchise tag and then starts to do this song and dance all over again, and you have a full season under this new ownership, it's possible that could be that huge swing, Lamar Jackson going to the D.C. area. I think that'd be fascinating. That would be fascinating, and that would probably be the biggest splash that they could possibly make. All right, Sully, thanks for tuning in with us, and thank you, everyone else who tuned in for this emergency pod Letting y'all know that Dan Snyder is gone. There's a song in The Wizard of Oz that I could sing, but I won't. But I think we all know what I'm talking about here. Josh Harris Group has reached a preliminary deal to buy the Commanders for $6 billion. Congratulations to Commanders fans. I see them right here in the chat. Very, very excited. Thanks for tuning in. And you could listen to us next week on the Pick 6 Pod, Monday, 1 p.m. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.